Welcome to the GMCF Podcast, an inside look at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, where we dig deeper into the efforts, the organizations, some of the events, and of course, the people that serve the local nonprofit world around Manhattan, Kansas. The Greater Manhattan Community Foundation can be found online at mcfks.org. The GMCF Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, and such. And we uh, ask that you accept our invitation to subscribe or follow the GMCF Podcast so you can continue to keep up to date on our community's great people and organizations. It's an honor to have a couple of terrific guests, a couple of men who have served our country admirably. And uh, today we are going to be discussing the Armed Forces Community Foundation through the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. We have a couple of retired folks, uh, former uh, Brigadier General Bill Turner, who serves as president of the foundation. Bill, good uh, good to see you today. Thank you for having us on. We appreciate the opportunity to speak with you about our, our foundation. Yes, and uh, retired General Phil Maddox also joining us. Uh, good to have you here too, General. Great to be here. Thanks, Dave. You know, and Phil and I go back because he always waves at me at basketball That's games true. and such. And so, uh, you know, it's always nice to look over my shoulder and get a, a good thumbs up. And, and when we're on here at the podcast, we can get some more good thumbs up as we as we go along. But let's let's first talk about uh, the purpose of the Armed Forces Community Foundation. And, and Bill, I'll ask you that you serve as president, and and the foundation is still fairly much kind of in its infancy. It is, relatively speaking, I guess, particularly compared to several other foundations that are affiliates of the the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. We started up about two years ago. And uh, there were several folks, uh, retired service members, again, be it from Air Force, Marines, uh, Army, Navy, Coast Guard, that had come together and various spouses of these individuals as well. They came together with an idea of creating this vehicle by which we could help to partner prospective donors with charitable organizations that, that benefit service members, families, veterans that have, that have served our nation. So mm-hmm. a great opportunity to do that. And, and uh, we, like again, we're, we're getting started here and under kind of Vern's toolage and his guidance <laughs> working through it. It's always helpful. And, and he's helped coach us through it and getting us started. And when we, uh, as we begin the, the, the program here, let's talk a little bit about your background. Uh, you've had quite a distinguished career serving our country. Thank you for doing so. Give us the, the Bill Turner story. <laughs> okay, I appreciate that, uh, and, and thank you for the kind words. Uh, I, I spent 32 years in the Army. I come largely from a military background. My family, my father served as a military policeman in the Army. I have three brothers that uh, had also served in the Army, kind of were my role models leading me into, the, into service. And uh, so I, I was a field artilleryman by trade, working with cannons, rockets, missiles uh, in the Army, and, and concluded my, my Army service here at uh, 1st Infantry Division as a Deputy Commanding General uh, in 2018. So and a good, had a chance to stay on here in the community and really appreciated that. Uh, just a, a gracious, wonderful community of people, and uh, we, we couldn't be happier to be a part of it. And and your wife also has uh, been in the military, and this was a, a decision that probably didn't come that difficultly because yeah. it sounds like you really fell in love with the community here. Yes, absolutely so. And, uh, yes, my wife Alyssa had served 20 years in the Army as well as an ordnance officer, and uh, we, we met while serving after having been in the Army for about 10 years each and have been married 25 years now with, with four children. And 
Uh, my one son is now serving as lieutenant in the Army down in Fort Bragg, North Carolina, and uh, we're getting ready to commission our daughter that's in college out in Virginia this summer, so she'll come on board as a second lieutenant in the Army as well. So, Well, thank for, you again for your service. And uh, retired General Phil Maddox is also here, and you had said that you and your family have moved 21 times in your 33-year military career. And my lovely wife uh, told somebody the other day that, uh, and actually it was 22 times, uh, her words, uh, <laughs> I've never counted them, but uh, it was a bunch. And uh, it was a great 31 years that we served. Uh, originally, I was an armor officer, and then uh, with some bad legs, I became a quartermaster officer, so I became a logistician that I finished with. Career-wise, uh, I spent, uh, oh, geez, 12 years in Germany. A uh, year in Korea, three in Hawaii, so I mean, I've been around the world a couple of times here. Mm-hmm. Finishing up at, as the uh, J-4, the chief logistician for Pacific Command out in Hawaii, and then uh, was a commander at Natick Soldier Systems uh, when I first retired. So it was a great career, a lot of moves, uh, and we love it in Manhattan. You know, I see you wearing purple a lot to, uh, yeah. around these parts, too. You really adopted into the atmosphere of the Flint Hills, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Uh, unlike Bill, with all of his military background and brothers and everything else, uh, I grew up in Georgia. Um, my whole life in Georgia. My dad worked for Lockheed in, uh, in Marietta, Georgia, outside of Atlanta. I happened to go to a military school called uh, North Georgia and uh, the University of North Georgia. Came in the military, uh, thought I was going to play a little baseball. That didn't happen. And uh, 31 years later, retired from the Army. So mm-hmm. I didn't have – I mean, they served as veterans, but I had no other background from an Army perspective. Kind of fell in love with it, and more than that, fell in love with the soldiers. Well, and Phil, thank you for your service as well. So it's a, thank you. It's an honor to be uh, sitting here with a couple of very distinguished Americans here uh, as part of the GMCF podcast today. Well, let's talk about the purpose of the Armed Forces uh, Community Foundation. And, Bill, this is um, – you know, we talked about it early on about you know, being in – its infancy and between the two of you you guys have moved an awful lot and this is fairly commonplace for a lot of people who are serving our our country uh, regardless of branch and i understand that this is a, a great process for helping folks that are you know helping adjust to a new location it is it's a it's a, it's a great opportunity i think to be able to reach out and to kind of lend some support back to the soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines that have served our nation uh, and are now veterans that are out there trying to find their way out in communities and as they make that transition. It's also an opportunity to continue to support those that are that are serving. So um, it is, I think it gives some sense of fulfillment of being able to kind of give back to the organization that kind of reaps so many benefits from and uh, and because of that, it's 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 it is it's it's fulfilling and satisfying to be able to to help. You got a lot of building of this organization yet to do, but you got a really good start. It sounds like we do. Well, and I think the, the good start again is kind of really comes from that foundation that's been established here with the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, and then several folks here that that exist in our community. Um, that are, you know, veterans and other service members, as well as several civilians here in the community. We have one of our board members is Jed Dunham, who is a civilian that that had not previously served and yet, you know, arguably is, has served in so many other ways to support, you know, service members. And uh, so 
it is a great group of people, I think, that have connected with our military and have been willing to show this appreciation and help out. So that, that's been great. This is the GMCF podcast, an inside look at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. My name is Dave Lewis. The GMCF podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts, and we invite you to follow along and subscribe to the GMCF podcast so you'll always be kept up to date on things that are happening in our community. We're speaking today with General Retired Bill Turner. Who is president of the Armed Forces Community Foundation and retired General Phil Maddox, who is um, on the board of directors and is chair of an upcoming golf tournament. This is going to be coming up May 8th, and this is a significant fundraiser for the Armed Services Foundation. It is. Uh, along with our with our match day, which will happen in Veterans Day, this is our primary uh, fundraiser for the for the entire organization as we uh, uh, put together this golf tournament. It's the second annual stand to, as we call it. Uh, it's an old army term, uh, golf classic. Okay. It will be the eighth of May. Uh, we'll have registration at eight o'clock, and uh, we'll have a tee time at nine a.m. And at Stag Hill, that's always a fun challenge, and and a wonderful golf course for something like this. It is. Uh, this, again, the second time we've done it, we've done it at Stag Hill. A lot of improvements have happened mm-hmm. at Stag Hill in the last year. Uh, we should have somewhere in the neighborhood probably of 120 golfers. Sponsors are lining up, and we really look forward to the golf tournament. Do you have some key sponsors that you'd like to visit about? Well, certainly one in particular is our, uh, our presenting sponsor, as it's called, and that's the Landmark uh, National Bank. But we have about, at this point in time, about 10 to 15 more. We could talk about uh, BHS is one of the sponsors. Uh, We have several more of the sponsors Mm -hmm. that, uh, without going through the whole laundry list, there's about, at this point in time, we had a meeting yesterday, there's about 15 or so sponsors at this point. And we're we're looking for more. And that says a lot about uh, the foundation, you know, when when you're able to get sponsors to line up and assist uh, with the promotion of this tournament and uh, everything else, you know, uh, helping out the fundraising aspect. uh, That's significant to have that number in only your second year, Phil. It is. Uh, It's been very successful. It was successful last fall. We were a little delayed. Uh, The great part about the date here is that we selected it. It's Armed Forces Day. So uh-huh. we're having uh, the stand two for the the Armed Forces Community Fund, and it'll be on Armed Forces Day. Uh, now, how can someone get registered in order to play? Several ways to do it. Uh, certainly, uh, through Stag Hill would be a way. Uh, they can write to me as the point of contact, and write to me uh, from that perspective. They can send me an email. Uh, they can give us a phone call. Uh, they can go to uh, back to uh, Bernd Hendricks at the, at the GMCF from the perspective of also registering. So it's it's pretty easy if anybody wants to register. And Why don't you give us that us. email and also your phone number, Phil? My uh, email is pmaddox at cox.net, and my phone number is 757-778-5619. And okay. they can call or write as necessary, and, we'll, right. get, and we'll get them registered. And this is a scramble? It is a four-person scramble, so we're looking for, you know, generally a team of four people. Mm-hmm. It will cost them a hundred dollars per person, or four hundred dollars per person or per team, rather. You talk about this being a chief fundraiser. Let's talk a little bit, Phil, about what are some of the activities that your organization, the Armed Forces Community Foundation, provide for people in the military community. Let me give you one specific example that I'm personally involved with, and that would be Operation Santa Claus. Just an unbelievable supporting community that uh, is really at Fort Riley. Uh, i give you some numbers from last year uh, because this is the 37th, will be the 38th year 
It's been in existence at Fort Riley. It is for the soldiers at Fort Riley, uh, Sergeant E5 and below, and their families. So give you some numbers here. We Last year, 2020, uh, we had over 400 families that we provided toys to, and that related to over 1,000 children from those families. We allow them to have two gifts per family plus a game uh, or a puzzle uh, as they walk in. It is the most heartwarming example of support that can go to young soldiers and service members uh, as far as Fort Riley is concerned. Do you put on the Santa hat yourself? Not exactly. <laughs> Does Bill put on the Santa hat? Do you do you have some elves that help distribute all these great oh, gifts? Oh, we have uh-huh. definitely some elves. There are, there are soldiers that volunteer. I have eight of them. In this past year, I had eight from various different units at Fort Riley. They all volunteer. And, uh, and we have them. We start in September, and we have them all the way through January. We take a motor pool, no less, and turn it into a uh, Operation North Pole. It's the most fantastic thing you can ever envision. And I've been doing this now. This will be the sixth year that I've been involved with it. That's got to be just one of the most heartwarming things that uh, provides something for a lot of folks that, that may not necessarily have quite the Christmas opportunities that, that many of us have. It, 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 is, it can be more heartwarming. Your, mm-hmm. your, your word is very good because when you see a family walk in, and it may or may not be with the soldier, it may be the spouse, uh, and they walk in with two or three kids, or they may have four or five kids, as the case may be, uh, per family, and they come in and they get to go shopping, if you will, at our Operation North Pole to pick out the toys and the puzzles. They also, and I'm, I, I would be very negligent if I didn't mention this, we have uh, five, well, it, it really represents a whole bunch of about 10 or 15 ladies, but five predominant ladies that make stockings from the community here. Uh, Bob Ward, by uh, his wife, uh, is one of the, Becky Ward is one of the primary ones uh, that, uh, and we have over 300 mm-hmm. homemade stockings that they're allowed to have. How cool is that? It is unbelievable happens. The ladies make the stockings all year long. And I bet that that, for those, uh, for those youngsters to get one of those stockings, that, that, that can be a keepsake, can't it? And we give them uh, the stocking stuffers that go with it. And mm-hmm. it's something that hopefully 20 years from now or 10 years from now, for whatever, from a family perspective, they'll remember where it came from. Do you have the date set yet for Operation Santa Claus? N- only from the perspective that we will start on Apple Days. Uh, mm-hmm. That's our kickoff uh, at Fort Riley, so it'll be in September. Uh, and then it'll run all the way through to Christmas Day. Okay. You also talked about your own match day, and Bill, I'll turn the okay. turn the conversation over to you now. You have your own match day, and it's on Veterans Day, which is a, a busy day in Manhattan and the Flint Hills. We got the great big parade and the and the ceremony as well. Here's another little added twist that's that's quite helpful to do things like Operation Santa Claus. Well, it is. And it's a great opportunity, again, that, that the, the organization, as we have kind of established it, is to be more broadly focused and not just on soldiers necessarily here at 1st Infantry Division, but to extend beyond that to, to all service members, be it, again, all the different services with the Air Force, Marines, and what have you. So it, it is. It's, so it's a special day then on Veterans Day to be able to do that. And so, you know, Phil spoke about Operation Santa Claus, which is you know, probably, I want to say narrowly focused, but certainly it's focused on Fort Riley and the soldiers and families there. But we have you know, 12 other organizations that are, are in our family uh, and our affiliate that, uh, you know, that range from national level organizations like Wounded Warriors to some that are, you know, the Society of the First Infantry Division. So they, they have a, a broad focus to help out service members and veterans. Well, we've uh, covered a lot of topics here. And, um, 
I think one of the things that's very important to add to this is how can one of our service members, how can they find out more about the Armed Forces Community Foundation? They can access the, the internet. They can get to armedforcescf.org. And uh, they can find our website there that explains a little bit more about each of these various organizations and the family of funds that are participating in this, as well as kind of learning a little bit more about you know, opportunities where they can uh, provide donations to help support these various organizations. And there's a lot of opportunities, Phil, to, to give donations, isn't there? Oh, there is. As Bill mentioned, there's 12 different organizations that are a part of the affiliation. It all benefits service members in some capacity. And their families. And their families. So, and that's, that's significant. Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, we've talked a lot. Is there anything else you'd like to add here before we uh, close out uh, the podcast today? As always, I want to thank you really for the opportunity that you provided us mm-hmm. and for all that you do in the community here for various charitable organizations as well as just kind of the community writ large. And uh, what a what a great thing benefit it is to have you here and all that you do for us. And then to the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, just you know, great thanks to them. I mean, with their their financial and administrative oversight that they provide for us is is tremendous and keeps us on track and keeps us you know focused on what we need to do so we appreciate that general bill turner thank you for joining us here on the gmcf podcast thank you very much dave we appreciate it general phil maddox you as well well thank you very much dave and i can only echo what what bill just said from your personal perspective and also from gmcf and what Vern provides Uh, we didn't have this opportunity until about uh, 18 months ago and I can't say enough of what it does, and as I gave you the example with Observation Santa Claus, what it does for service members and their families. But just one quick one. Uh, 8 May, Stag Hill, registrations at 8, 9 a.m. tea time uh, for a Stag uh, for Porcelain Scramble. We look forward to seeing people there. P. Maddox, that's M-A-T-T-O-X, right. at Cox.com. Correct. You see, that's how simple it is. (laughs) And that's how you can get some details on the upcoming uh, golf tournament, the Armed Forces Community Foundation Golf Tournament, May 8th. I didn't even have to prompt you for that information. That's almost like you've done this before. Maybe a time or two. Maybe a time or two. (laughs) But it's a pleasure to have you both in here and an honor uh, to be sitting with uh, some people who have been uh, uh, greatly committed to our country. Thank you for your service and thank you for your time here today on the GMCF Podcast. We appreciate it. Thank you for joining us today on the GMCF podcast, sponsored by the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation and produced by AdAstraCast.com. We provide you updates on the nonprofit community in and around Manhattan, Kansas, and we encourage you also to check out our website at mcfks.org. Thank you again for joining us today, and we also ask that you subscribe or follow us. You'll be able to find the GMCF podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and over two dozen other podcast providers. I'm your host and producer, Dave Lewis. And until next time, best wishes to you and yours. Mm